Hello, you are listening to your favorite cup of coffee, your one-stop shop for, God damn it, someone had to text me right then and there. Jesus Christ. Okay, you are listening to your favorite cup of coffee, your one-stop, oh my God. are listening to your favorite cup of coffee, your one-stop shop for the subtle musings of a 20-something trying to make it in this world. And honestly, this week, I feel like talking about exes because they all suck, and apparently, all of our exes are fucking crazy, and it's not just mine. I feel like the best way I can do this is just reading it straight from the horse's mouth. So, live and in person from my Twitter DMs, blank one time saw me reading something on my phone and he took the phone out of my hands and read everything aloud. They were notes for how to calm my anxiety down because it was when my mom was going through her cancer. He read them out loud to his roommate and they laughed at me. So I am anointed and I am drowned and bathed in the blood of the Lord because that may or may not have only been the day that my dad got word that his wife has cancer, but also the day that my dad got word that his daughter had just gotten locked the fuck up for murder. God, okay, here's another one. The time he checked out my mom and said my mom's ass looks great in yoga pants. Um, okay, so my mom is the most beautiful, amazing, hyper-conservative, very expressive, Christian, Pisces, Haitian woman you've ever met. So I don't even think that she owns a pair of yoga pants, but if somebody I was dating noticed that her ass looked quite round in a pair of those yoga pants that, the, okay, um, moving on. Okay, this one, honestly, it's fucked up, but it ends really well, and it's short, honestly, uh, (laughs) does the boyfriend that moved to another city without telling me count what (laughs) and I honestly this is somebody who I know personally so she she had to jog my memory because I think I blocked this from my memory because I don't know what I would do if I were to come home one day and to find that my whole relationship had, had been ended because this nigga up and moved away he packed up everything he owned and left like to a different zip code, like I think I would be committed. But but she said she is thriving. She's killing the game right now. She's in grad school, making internships happen. She's traveling and he is stuck in O-Town, Orlando, Florida, not working in film. And, you know, because as we all know, artistic degrees are a gamble and he's getting fat and he's balding with no girlfriend. And that's what the fuck happens when you mess with the fucking earth sign, okay? Because the karma will come back to bite. For this whole week now, I've been saying that we need to start shooting these niggas. And this is the exact DM that made me start saying that we need to start shooting these niggas. And I really want to be clear that this podcast is not exclusive to heteronormative relationships that include guys and girls, okay? Because one, niggas is gender neutral, and two, any ex of any gender or any identity can be an absolute wet, sopping piece of shit. Now, this DM blew me. 
This person said, my ex used to obsess over cleanliness and verbally berate me randomly to tell me how lazy I was while simultaneously demanding physical labor and favors like picking the bones out of her chicken soup or making food runs when we didn't have a car. How the fuck am I supposed to go get us food if we don't have a car? This next DM, besides cheating on me while I was on a trip with my family, he was verbally and sometimes physically abusive. He was a fucking prick. And then that asshole had the gall to tell me that I was an asshole for not forgiving him. What? Okay. So I go hang out with the Haitians out east for like a week after dealing with your bullshit. You cheat and now you mad at me. Honestly, I, actually, I did have something similar happen to me because when I was sick, my ex was running around like he didn't have a girlfriend because I went back out east for like, like a month. But I mean, fucking... So I can definitely sympathize with that situation. But honestly, all I really have to say, again, is that we need to start shooting these niggas. I feel like now's a good time to throw my own bullshit out there now. My most recent ex. Well, I've been cursing that nigga out like once a week since Christmas, to be honest. Like, yeah, it's, you know what? If that phone goes off one more goddamn time. Okay, this one hurts my heart. Okay. <sighs> he was a manipulative liar. And when we first started dating, he was texting my best friend, trying to hook up with her at the same time. And then when I called him out on it, he said that we weren't exclusive, even though he said we were. Wow, okay anonymous listener slash submitter person if you are listening just know i am with you on that okay i have fucking been there they be up and down in your phone talking about i love you i want you to be mine and you have it screenshotted and time stamped and then they really want to be like we weren't together yet we weren't we weren't together yet i think those words literally landed me in a therapist's office once okay so then he would proceed to break up with me like every month and a half and then would come crawling back every two weeks which went on for like almost a year until he did it the week before my birthday and that's when I told him to never call me again why do they do that before holidays like why do guys do that before like valentine's day or like birthdays and shit is it so you awful awful people don't have to get us presents is that what it is you absolute fucking cheapskate get me the present fucking anyway you just dumped me so now i'm really expecting one how about this one then there was my high school boyfriend, the you can't go out, but I can. The one that got in between me and my male best friend and I couldn't talk to him anymore for the rest of high school. Here's what blows me. We're like 15, 16 in high school. Where the fuck did you pick up the abusive tendencies already? Where did you find the time and gumption to go observe abusive tendencies and be like, hmm, you know what? I want that for my relationship. When do you have the time? I was taking pre-calc. Like, okay, obviously, you know what I'm saying, abused people, abuse people, but it's so fucking crazy to think that before somebody's even hit 17, she, he, they might have gone through a fully abusive relationship and maybe even several. Like, that shit is crazy to me. Honestly, 
I mean, y'all don't have to agree because, I mean, pain is pain. So I understand everybody's at a different place in their breakups than I am. However, I could not be more thankful for every single one of my piece of shit exes. I have three. I have three exes and every single one of them absolutely shattered me. And every single one of them made me pickier and pickier with time. And as of right now, I am the most entitled and difficult person to please on the planet. And I love it. I love every single minute of it because nobody approaches me on any bullshit anymore. And once they do, I just block them and keep going. It's such a nice life. And my, my, my first ex taught me that not every young man who sells weed is the plug. And I'ma leave it at that. My second ex taught me that givers who have no limits are going to get taken advantage of by takers because there's not a single taker on this entire planet that has one single limit. A taker is never happy. They are never satisfied. That's why they keep taking because they think if they take more, they'll be happy. Now my most recent ex is probably one of the most questionable people I've ever met in my entire life. But you know, whatever. You live, you learn, you decide that you're not trying to be somebody's wife anymore. And then, you know what I'm saying? You apply to some master's programs and move on. My ex, this one really hurt my feelings. Okay, my ex-boyfriend was 100% dependent on me for everything. Meals, rides, laundry, emotional support, etc. If he needed it, I gave it to him. It was to the point where his own friends were telling us both how out of his league I was. I caught him in bed with another girl one day when I popped by to visit him with all of his friends downstairs. I pulled him out of bed, apologized to her, shut the door, dragged him into his best friend's room, and started beating his ass. I have no idea why his friends didn't just stop me at the door, but whatever. I don't know what I would do, you guys. I think I would throw the fuck up. Now, I, I've i never caught anybody, oh my God, fucking sweet Jesus in heaven, thank you God, like thank you Jesus Christ of latter day saints, because I don't know, like I don't, like I'm very sensitive, so I don't know if I could recover from that, like have I been cheated on? Yes, like every single time, yes, like boo boo da fool, put a fucking red nose on me, please. But, but I've never actually had to like see it. I think I would throw the fuck up. Like I'd be really upset. I'm not gonna front. But regardless, my heart goes out to her because this is also somebody I know. So I know for a fact that she continued dating after this. I ah. Uh, I'm not trying to be funny right now. I really don't know what I would do. I just feel like, what What if, what if, what if we all stopped fucking traumatizing each other? Like, what if nobody dated at all anymore? <laughs> what if everybody just fucked since none of us apparently are ready to be with each other? Okay, 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 story time. Um, okay. We're just gonna go in order, like one, two, three. Okay, so the story that absolutely fucking takes the cake for me with my first, first ex, um, it was Christmas break, and I, this is when I was in college, so I was home visiting for break. Mind you, my car was back at college in Florida, and I had just gotten word from Orlando PD that my car had been broken into, so I'm already dealing with that, but 
That night was the night that my boyfriend and his piece of shit brother set me up and stole my fucking purse because it was brand new with a whole bunch of brand new shit in it and I had no idea who or what the fuck I was fucking with at the time. So I come downstairs and notice my purse is gone. So like, I mean, I, I know I'm fucked because the purse had my fucking car keys in it and not my car keys in it, my father's car keys. So I call my friend. And I was like, um, hey, can you please come to Murmurs because my purse is gone and all this stuff. And I'm like sobbing. And he was like, whoa, chill out. Like, I got you. So he pulls up and I was like, well, you can you just take me to his job? So we go. We go to this nigga's fucking job. Obviously, I'm like making a riot in the lobby. The security's looking at me like, what the fuck? But this bitch is obviously pissed. And he's like, what are you doing? Like, you just showed up in my job saying that I took your bag. Did he did that? I was like, but you did. You did take my bag. You were the only other one there. Like, like, I don't understand. But long story short, never got my bag back. The police showed up at my boyfriend at the time's house, literally super fucking late. Of course, the cop knows who my dad is. He was like, what are you doing here? I was like getting my bag stolen, obviously. Now, now that that happened when I was 19, I'm a bit older now. I realized that was a complete and utter setup. But looking back now, I was just upset. Like, damn, my brand new purse with all my makeup. Mom just got me for Christmas. Oh, and they're going to fucking kill me because they don't even know. They, they didn't know I was there, obviously, because I'm in like the fucking middle of the hood. God damn, that was horrible. Okay. Okay. So anyway, so my second ex I mean, I'm over it, but it's still on site if I see them. My second ex, this was my first year of law school. Mind you, I'm on like the brink of expulsion. I am like down in the dumps, like deeper and darker than I've ever been in my life. I'm in like a brand new city. I'm like surrounded by people that are like friendly, but not my friends, which honestly is way lonelier than just not having any friends in the first place. And it's my birthday. They forget because they're underneath of another bitch, obviously. And when I confronted them, they didn't even fucking realize that that's what we were fighting about. So they're like, well, I know that I've been really distant lately, lately, da-da-da-da-da. And I was like, do you know what yesterday was? You absolute dry, dreadlocked, bum-diddly-o-ass bitch. And then they were like, oh, I just checked Facebook. Oh, I just checked Facebook. Like, I swear to God. I swear to God. So we're like breaking up, obviously. (laughs) And they go, they go see a movie (laughs) in the middle of our breakup. And then the next day continue. I swear on everything I've ever loved. I was like, wow, this, yeah, yeah, this is over. Like, this is dead. This is done. Okay, honestly, I need to stop saying honestly so much. It's obviously a crutch word, but honestly, my third story has nothing to do with the breakup at all. I just feel like this is a story that needs to be shared. So my third ex, okay, so it's his birthday and we're at, (laughs) we're at my crib. And for whatever reason, there is this young man there. He's not that young. He has to be upper thirties, but regardless, well way too old to be acting like this he was so fucking pissed drunk that he got up and peed in my living room all over my bunny and my cat's food so I was like what in the did that really just happen like did I really just so I obviously said that I was like did you just fucking pee like in my house this nigga sits down like like it's all good and like looking back on it now he was absolutely obliterated he was completely blacked out but frankly that's none of my damn business because you just peed in my house 
So one thing led to another, words were exchanged. It got a little aggressive and my ex fucking stepped in and he was like, obviously they're getting into it. And then he was like, you need to fucking leave. And he was like, I'm not leaving. So, so my ex like picks him up by his neck and like drags him down the hallway. Cause I had a really long hallway at the time. And he like has him mashed up against the door and they're getting into it. But this guy isn't like defending himself at all. So I was like, fuck, this is going to end in a charge. Like the leasing office already doesn't like me. Like the cops have already been called a few times. So like, I'm trying to de-escalate the situation as quickly as possible. Like, be an inhibitor, Valley. So, I'm like, he was like, he was like, you need to leave, you need to leave. And he was like, I'm not leaving. And he was like, you're not leaving? And then the guy's like, nope. So, I saw my ex go to swing. And I was like, if he swings, he's not going to stop. Because everybody was very, very drunk. Okay? So, I already knew where this was headed. Because I'm always the least drunk. And I, like, put, I like got in the middle of them and I, like, pushed him. And I, like, so his momentum wouldn't be as much. Because I already knew there was no way I was going to catch his punch. Like, like, I'm not stupid. I'm not a fucking X-Man. And I pushed him. So his punch, like, he he went kind of off with it. And he ended up knocking my wig off somehow in the process. So I, like, pushed the guy out my door. I was like, get the fuck out. And I, like, shut the door and I lock it. And I turn around and I look at him. And he's kind of looking at me. And I was like, huh. And then... I felt a draft and I was like, it's not cold. There's no windows open. And when I lifted up my hands and I felt braids, like I cannot tell you, I've, my hands have never moved that quick in my entire life. So I guess, again, I, I can't say I'm like happy that I dated these people, but at the exact same time, like I wouldn't change a thing because I learned so much from every single one of them now. I think I'm a little bit sick of learning at this point. I think that I'm, you know, I graduated. I'm done being a student. I am good. <laughs> Thank you for all adding to my trauma. I will visit you all again in therapy. I really, really hope that everybody that like submitted to me or like everybody that DM'd me, I hope that you all found ways to heal. I really hope that everybody has been able to find some type of humor or positivity in all of the things that we went through and just know that literally all of us are out here going through it. I promise you anybody that is not admitting to going through it in the dating world is fucking lying or they're probably out here cheating themselves because they themselves should be in therapy. But you know how that goes. I really want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you for going on this wild ride with me. And thank you for being open with me and sharing your experiences, fully knowing that I was about to share your guys' experience with the whole entire internet. But, I mean, I don't mind putting myself out there if it's all in the name of just making sure that we all know that, like, you're not alone in any of the shit that you're going through. I promise. Like, somebody else is dealing with somebody that is just not honoring them. So, it's fine. Just... Get out of it as soon as possible. I appreciate literally every single listen, like, follow, and share. So thank you. And as always, you can access this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or directly through my host site on buzzfeed.com but honestly I don't know why you would go through all that because you can just go to Spotify and type in your favorite cup of coffee thanks guys